Welcome to a special bonus episode of We Bought a Mic. Breaking up the cage flow here in mm. preparation of the 92nd, 90 92nd? 90, 93rd. 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 No. Academy Award predictions. But more importantly, yeah, the 2020 Wabamis. 2020, 2021, you know. Yeah, yeah. 2021 do you think about us what are you gonna do and i i told you guys but i was looking back because i i created the wabamis a long time like was it just last year or two? late 2019 a mm-hmm. lifetime ago I really honestly it feels so <laughs> lo- it feels like we've been doing this podcast for like three decades right um is that travis scott it's don toliver <laughs> same so. fucking thing man in the studio Oh my God, Don! Lighten, do you want to be on the mic? Up? This, nope. This oh is no, how you don't. I, uh, okay, okay. This is how I like introduce the fact that I want to do catch up. <laughs> I just start playing a song that I want to talk <laughs> about. No, so uh, I was looking back at the categories for the Wabamis that I created, and I was like, "Damn, I was funny." <laughs> I re-listened to the episode. You were, you were funny. I was. You were. <laughs> we and you still are, Drew. You said this in our chat. I was like, "You still are, bud." Man, that's good to hear. Um, you're carrying. You're carrying. What are like? Podcast. What are? What are three other good things that you like about me? Well, one, you're not John Travolta. Two, you're not Nick Cage. What? You saying three? That, your because otherwise I would be I would be confused with which one you were. Would you watch a face off that's me and Hunter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's that's that is it. That's face off too. How do we like get this idea to Paramount? Mm. Be like, hey, so neither of us are actors or famous <laughs> or famous in any way. So we have a uh, very unsuccessful podcast. That I we think run I think I now. said this last week, like how obvious is it? Which pod we're recording is the later one because <laughs> we we're not even talking about anything relevant. I'm Ernest. I am Drew. I'm Hunter. We did just record a two and a half hour face off podcast. Yeah. God damn. We we should someday we should do an episode where we all do an impression of one of each other. You know what I mean? For the whole episode. Like we just act like we're each other. And wear each other's faces. And we all yeah. leave like hurt. I'll be like, <laughs> I love Blade Runner 2049. It's the best movie of the 21st century. It is. Uh, that sounds like you also. <laughs> I'm not that high. That's an earnest take. Anyway, Jared Leto, man. So the Oscars. <laughs> you gotta stop with the Jared Leto kick, man. So Ernie has implemented a timer for the Oscar noms, which I support because I don't like talking about the Oscars, to be honest. I'm not a fan of them. Yeah, me neither. Hunter, Hunter, <laughs> Hunter meanwhile, Hunter, like, dedicated, loves the Oscars. dedicated his entire 2020 to um, a Hunter. Every Oscar day you look through. a little more and more like Sean Fantasy. <laughs> Thank you for saying. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's okay. Is I think Sean Fantasy like a redhead. 
He's an Oscar freak, is what he is. Oh, okay. You, I think you're just assuming that because he has the most Irish name of all I time. I mean, thank you for not Sean saying that Fantasy. I look more and more like the little gold statuette that they give out to people. That thing oh, is okay. fucking cut, man. I don't that know. That is true. Okay, we have the Wabamis to get to. So, so before quickly, then, it, we are know, going... For the listener, just fast forward. I, <laughs> time, time codes are in the description. Have you started the timer? The, no, no, no. I, I will let you know when I started. Hunter is reaching for another ballot because God. he speared, spilled beer on his first I, one. It wasn't me. It wasn't you. It wasn't me. Luckily, I did the work of even printing the ballots because we have here a it. tradition mm-hmm. on this podcast of filling out our Oscar ballots days before the ceremony oh, no. to lock in our picks and then whoever the is it whoever wins gets to pick the movie that everyone has to watch yes. well are the we thing doing that? is that last and year you guys are oh me and adam both no this is on you to that you never pick something i had a movie at the ready and then a fucking global pandemic <laughs> happened what was okay? the movie don't look at me it was I- mahal and drive which i've tried to make you watch but for, you tied you since tied with I've adam known you since we were like 14 years old i was like hey watch mulholland drive it's a master would you have listened to you when you were 14 <laughs> yeah i would have been like yeah i love coed and cambria and tom brady you were, i would you love were, to hang out with you, myself if you guys think hunter is sicko mode now you <laughs> you tied last year with adam so you don't just get to pick mulholland you have to drive. you have to mutually pick that's true and don't steamroll Adam because he wouldn't pick Mulholland Drive. Yeah, dude. Am I making Adam? I we, trust you more. We all know he's a Dune head. Dune, no, Dune. Adam, make us. No, I have. I'd watch Dune. <laughs> I have trust in Adam's taste in like bad movies because yeah. there are certain bad movies I would love to watch. You know, I did mention on the chat that he did call us out on Pod that yes. we needed to talk about the Ant Bully. The Ant Bully. It's a Nick Cage animated movie. So does he play the Ant Bully or? The I ant. think he plays an ant. So he's yeah, because he's protagonist. He's the ant, and then who plays the bully? Well, that's it's a genius title. They're both the ant bully, the ant and the bully. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do so you know the premise for, of the movie? No, I have so never seen this best, movie. I know uh, it's best a picture. What it's about we... a child that gets turned into the size of an ant, so he learns not to bully Wait, ants. Have you seen it? I I feel like I spiritually have. So no, I no. haven't. I haven't even heard of it. I had heard of it, but like I've seen the poster before, but like I know it came out and like when we were younger and so, well, it was like oh six or yeah, something. Yeah, the right? greatest so movie year of all It time. was like we have a little bit too to talk about the Oscars. <laughs> we have Whoa, to, Drew. We have to rip the <laughs> bandaid off. Unlike you, <laughs> should we start? What are we starting with? Are we starting Wait, from the? I have Let's to start the timer start, first. We have to start, start from start so bottom back. We have a handy dandy Vanity Fair ballot here. With every Oscar category on it, and we're going to go one by one from the bottom up to lock in our picks for this Sunday's Academy Awards. So I am putting 25 minutes on the clock, and we have to finish every category during that time, and then we'll get to the Wabamis. You boys ready? If we don't finish... Too bad. No, we're gonna we're gonna race through it to okay. make sure Maybe. that we do. So what are we um, starting with? The craft. Let's start so with the timer starts in three. Let's start with the craft. The let's start with the shorts. Two. The bottom of the fucking yes. list. I, we all have the same list. Yes. Three, two, one. The nominees for documentary short are Colette, A Concerto is a Conversation, Do Not Split, Hunger Ward, and A Love Song for Latasha. Have you guys watched any of these? No. Why are okay. we even I have talking watched, about I've this? watched all of these. 
Okay. Um, what's wrong with you? I like the shorts. Like I like. No, I you're like right. I've, filmmaking. We've seen it before, and the shorts okay. are very good. I um, have heard a love song for Latasha is the pick. So there's that. The other big pick is a concerto for a conversation because it's uh, made by the New York Times, and the New York Times is really pushing. Which it. one are you going for? A love song for Latasha though is backed by Netflix, and it is actually about. Um, Latasha, uh, I'm blanking her last name, who was shot in LA and one of the things that spurred the oh Rodney King God. riots in 1991. That, so, because of win. the timely factor, That'll I'm going play. with a love song for Latasha. The, um, although I do love a concerto for I conversation, actually, it's on YouTube right now. I was just about to say all that too. So, actually, I didn't just check this off, definitely. One Did other, you see these online or at the end? Yeah, of the all of these are free online. All of these shorts are free online. They're all super available. One other one that I'd recommend is Do Not Split, one that nobody's talking about. It's about the Hong Kong riots oh, from 2019. Oh, I want to see that. And it's Damn. literally first-hand footage from people like the so young People so quickly have forgotten the Hong Kong stuff. Because it happened in late 2019. Yeah, of course. And then the pandemic shut that down was, every huh, year, though. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> All right. oh, no conspiracy, Ernest. Is let's uh, let's unpack that. That um, is okay. <laughs> the path you're following is really dicey. There. Yeah, I don't. We're you're going down on. like a Ben Shapiro path. No, <laughs> check out check out. Uh, do not split. It's a really awesome. It looks like fucking war zone footage. Okay, yeah. and we're, then they were silenced. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're officially off pace. <laughs> we're on live, live action. action short. Okay, no explanation. Just say what you're picking. You go first. Wait, Jeremy. okay. The Letter Room is the one that stars Oscar Isaac, which I Oscar thought... Oscar Isaac and Aaliyah Shawkat. Which I thought was oh, the pick. okay. But apparently the pick now is Two Distant Strangers, which is a racism <laughs> cop versus... So, white cop versus black man movie. I know you guys haven't seen these. Um, I will just say... It sounds like garbage. Two Distant Strangers. It's literally... It's what if Groundhog Day, but it's a black man getting killed by a cop every time. Oh! Uh, it oh. is... Fucking, and it's gonna win. I thought it was atrocious. It's but it's executive produced by really big names, including Kevin Durant. Joey Badass is the star of it. Um it's <laughs> what? Van Lathan is executive producing what? it. What? Um yes. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. That you. is insane. Joey is how does Joey do? So he's actually not the problem in the movie. Good. Um, I like Joey Badass. He is far from the problem of that movie. The problem of the movie is the idea of like, you know what? Maybe we can find Hunter, a middle we have, ground we in have between to, here. We have to go. What is it? Don't look at me. Come up with your own fucking answers. Be an independent human being. No, for the I'll switch up later. But this one, I'm, being if too, I, I'm picking two distant strangers very cynically. Even though this is by far the worst movie. Uh, shout out to Feeling Through. It's also on YouTube. It is starring a deaf and blind man. Oh, nice. And it's actually like it's based on a true story of. Uh, like a guy, a deaf and blind man who needed help crossing the street and kind of his connection that he forms with another homeless man. It's fucking beautiful. I really, really love that. I don't think it will win. Animated good. short. The nominees are Burrow, Genius, Lochi, If Anything Happens, I Love You, which I've heard is the pick, Opera, and Yes People. Um, I'll tell you, uh, Drew, I'll let you pick between the two of these. It's Burrow, which is a Disney property. It was the thing to come out before Soul. If it was played in a movie theater, and if anything happens, I love you, which is on Netflix. What's it about? Um, I just just fucking pick one by your based own record, on the okay? title. At least give a pitch. Um, what one last year was it? The Disney short or no? 
I can't remember. I think it was. I can't remember. Then I'm going to go with if anything happens, I love you. Okay. Disney burnout. I'm going to go with that too, even though if anything happens, or Disney normally stop, wins. Stop if stop anything happens, me, I love dude. you. Um, it's embarrassing. Is a movie. It's it's a short. Uh, it's very pencil drawn. It's a beautiful film. It's on Netflix too. So I'm going for the Netflix sweep here in the shorts. It looks Kobe like. Kobe won last year. Um, right? No, that, that was, was two years ago. Wow. Oh. Um, yeah, that that basketball one that was so good. That dear basketball visual effects. One. The nominees are Love and Monster, Monsters, The Midnight Sky, Mulan, The One and Only Ivan, and The Pick, Tenet. So That's, I'm going with the one and only Ivan here. Um, just really good monkeys. Um, crazy that really uh, good monkeys. <laughs> I don't know what Ivan's about. I've so, just seen the solo of a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm going with Tenet. Really good monkeys. Really good monkeys. Yeah, but he was. This is a category that's normally filled with like a Star Wars and a Marvel movie, and because there's no blockbusters this year, this is the only blockbuster that we have. It's hey man, that's so funny. Mulan. I mean, I guess that is a blockbuster movie, but hey, I feel uh, like that movie is universally reviled. Who so. wins? Who are you picking? Picking Tenet. Tenet, baby. Uh, so Tenet's actually Tenet's gonna be an Oscar-winning movie. It's funny that it's nominated for visual effects when like. Tenet has like so many practical effects. Also, well, the visual effects are like reverse. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's, just it's just you hit the reverse clip button in Premiere Pro. Well, You're you like have right to click. think that. No, I mean it is are, awesome though. For it all of these amazing. craft things, it's the guilds that are voting for them, and the visual effects in Tenet are very revolutionary. Like right. people have not seen like awesome. that Listen, kind of technology. I'm going to say it again. I don't care. I like Tenet a lot. We're it's a very get... dumb movie, and if you look at it as a dumb movie, then it's fun. Yeah, exactly. We just watched Face Off. I know how to do that. I Face Off is a million times. Of course, than Tenet, but that's but not fair. Face Off is better than every movie. What's uh, next? <laughs> sound. Sound. This the is nominees. the first year that they combined uh, the two sound categories. Oh, from... which is a great choice. Yes, because editing it was always very fucking confusing sound mixing if, and sound uh, Off top, if I'm guessing, just based on the title... <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it's the sound of sound of metal, dude. It's, it's gonna get be, it. It's the sound way, of metal. It's not only the sound design, but also the lack of sound. Yeah, the way they uh, incorporate the sounds of Riz Ahmed's blood moving through his body is incredible. Um, just a phenomenal Have movie. Have you seen Sound of Metal yet? I know. Drew? I need just, to. just an incredible God, movie. As on, a man. drummer with tinnitus, I probably should. Um, the first third of the movie is a horror movie. It is fucking. <laughs> terrifying awesome but the rest of it is this really tender beautiful touching I'm, drama. I'm really excited i want to watch it what uh production design is next um so i think mank gets this one that's what i so have. yeah the nominees are the father ma rainey's black bottom mank news of the world and tenet um Ma Rainey's has a good chance here if there's a lot of Ma Rainey's love that could come in. If Ma Rainey's wins this, look for Viola Davis and some other big ones in other categories. I think Ma Rainey gets the next category, which is I makeup think and that hairstyling. I'm going to go with Mank here. I think that this is going to be Mank's only one. What? Makeup and hairstyling? Makeup and hairstyling. I'm going to go with Ma Rainey. Um, so you're going you're going Mank for production, Mank for production and Ma Rainey design, makeup and hairstyle. Because Hollywood yeah. loves old Hollywood. They That's love to same. kiss their own ass. What? Um, the same. They did a Pinocchio last year? Right? Yes. What? Who even saw that? Yes. It what the exist. fuck? <laughs> I know. I'm so, like, I feel pretty in tune with what's happening. No, literally nobody saw it. Um, That's bizarre. There's wild card pick. It's Hillbilly Elegy here. Ew. 
Um, if you've just seen the okay. screenshots on Twitter. Because they're ugly. And Holly, uh, Hollywood likes it when I they make I have hillbilly elegy thoughts, but I will save those for later. Um, yeah, I'm going with Ma Rainey's for makeup and hairstyling. It's very well done. It is. Next category is... I thought was would be a lock, but no, for some reason this I thought is a very up in the air category. It's like a three way race. for For some reason, I thought that the father would be a lock because I just heard be. a lot about the editing. But it's kind of between Nomadland and Sound of Metal for some reason. Or um, the other one, I can pull up the betting odds real quick. Child of the Chicago Seven is very high up there. Child of the Chicago for Seven editing, yes. Um and. What the Fuck? I actually think that the editing in uh, Child of Chicago 7 is actually bad. Like, I think that it's really poorly edited. And Didn't that's Bohemian one of Raps- Rhapsody win two years ago. Yes. Yeah, that's for the bad thing. Um, that's a good point. In the BAFTAs, I believe uh, Child of Chicago 7 won and the Eddie's, um, the editing award, Sound of Metal won. But the, the Eddie's. Eddie's aren't very predictive. Yeah, for I was going to say. Or the, maybe those are switched up. I the, can't remember the two. I think a fatal flaw of the Oscars is they assume that all of these Academy members, which are it, at the very least, like they're very adept at like one thing in film, obviously. Mm-hmm. They assume that they know all the other stuff as well. well I will they say. They get broken up into branches. The, I, only, the only category that gets everybody's vote is Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, every, yeah. So like every the category. editing guild will vote for the best editing and stuff And like they that. voted for Bohemian Rhapsody? Right? Yes. I don't know. Yeah. I can see it's sound not. editing, but not editing. It's, yeah. It's a um, bizarre thing. The truth is the father should run away with this category because that movie is immaculately edited, but that is not going it. to win at all. Um, it How has many people are no in these guilds? Uh, I mean, it varies based on guild. Like actor and guild is the of course the yeah. biggest but um but, but like how many people do you think because if once you get do you think the 100th best editor in hollywood like has good taste i don't know he, you yeah, know it's hard yeah. to say you know what i mean what if like the a lot of editors like overlap too on different things like there will be like spike lee's editor will also go work with uh whoever else remember we're on a timer so we got it um what are you picking for editing I yeah, was gonna... really I was really thinking the father, but I think I might go Nomadland if it's a Nomadland kind of night. I'm going Trial of the Chicago Seven. I don't give a fuck. All right, I'm gonna this go with gonna... Sound of Metal. Oh, this is gonna be a make or break it category. I'm uh, mm-hmm. I just I don't like. I'm I'm really. This is one of. I'm going cynical with a lot of these, but I think that the editing of Sound of Metal is immaculate, and I want it to is, see that reward. But is it? Is it? So going I will to... tell you the betting odds right now. Sound of Metal and Trial of the Chicago Seven are both tied for the best odds at minus one ten, according to Bovada. Um, so bet one hundred ten dollars, get a hundred back. Nomadland is plus nine hundred. That's a pretty good long shot bet because I think that if Nomad Land starts to kind of really pick up the momentum, mm-hmm. I could definitely see. You know it who won this. this category last year? Who? Ford versus Ferrari. That's right. That's yeah. fucking right. Ford so, versus Ferrari won. Uh, all right. Next movie. category is costume design. I'm putting down Emma because it's the period piece, and they usually like to give it to that one. Although Ma Rainey is also a period piece. I'm going with Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Okay. Um, Drew. What do you have for a uh, costume dr- design? Have you seen any of these movies? I've seen Mank. So you going for Mank? Mank does it. have great costumes. I will just say, <laughs> I really it. love the costume design for Mank. Mank. Next um, category is cinematography. Uh, I think it's between Mank and Nomadland. I think they're going to give it to Nomadland. Nomadland. Yeah, it was my gut instinct. Was- it's 
It's Nomadland. I will just say, dude, Mank is already underrated. I just casually threw on Mank the other day, and that's just a fucking great movie, man. It's just delightful. I, I love that movie. I think I like it more than Nomadland now. It's fun to say. Mank, 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 Mank. Original uh, song, I think, goes to Speak Now for One Night in Miami. Um, I'm also a movie I have not now. seen. Um, One Night in Miami, really good. Uh, I actually liked it a lot. It was in my top 20, top 25 of the year last year. Um, I think that this is more than anything a Oscar for Leslie Odom Jr. Because the oh, he's a songwriter on it. Yes, he sings this song in the movie. Like he wrote the song and they does sings he it. win an Oscar for singing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, good. well, because he also co-wrote the song, right? Too. That's what I was. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I think this is an Oscar. People really fucking love Leslie Odom Jr. and they want to like inaugurate him in as in the next wave. Hamilton, dude. Um, Drew, you gonna make an argument for Husevic from Eurovision Song of Song Contest Story of uh, Fire Saga? Yeah, I. You were asking that because I worked on this movie. I was in charge of the title. <laughs> 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 That's why I kind of fumbled over the name a little bit because I want you to come in and correct me with the name. <laughs> uh, next category is original score, which is going to go to Soul. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The other nominees, Defy Bloods, which sucks. It's the only nomination. Mank, right? Minari, which if there is an Emile uh, Mossieri uh, moment, that would be one of my favorite things ever. Uh, he wrote the score for probably my favorite score of the last 10 years in last black man, San Francisco. Minari is a gorgeous score. It is, but soul is uh, a very showy score. And it's also beautiful. The dichotomy between Trent Rasner, Atticus Ross, and then John Baptiste just fucking it, great. It shows that um, Rasner and Ross have more room in yeah. their songwriting career for movies and their scores. I, I feel like, um, because some people are like, you know, if there's a split since they're dual nominated for Mank and Minor and uh, Soul, it could go Minari. I don't really think that that happens in the best score category. Uh, Mank, fucking great score. Love that score, too. Uh, documentary feature is between Octopus Teacher and Time. I think it might go for Time, from what I've heard. That's like the more kind of emotional piece. Um, I think I'm gonna go time. Drew, what are you going with for uh, for best? You are very behind us now. Um, what what are you doing for documentary? Crip Camp. Crip Camp. It's directed by the Obama, or it's uh, executive produced by the Obamas. Uh, the Obamas did not direct it. Um, I'm going with my octopus teacher. This is baffling to me that this is now like a heavy favorite to win. I threw this movie on like six months ago as like a thing of like, Oh, I got a new 4k television. And I just want to see something pretty and turned it on. And now it is going to win an Oscar. Uh, just, but you know, nice movie about how, you know, he teaches the octopus some things and you know what? The octopus teaches him some things too. Beautiful. It's on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix. <laughs> uh, animated feature goes to soul. 150%. Are you, Drew, do you want to make an argument for a Shaun the Sheep movie, Farmageddon? Coming in hot, Drew. Let's go. Are you feeling a Shaun the Sheep movie, Farmageddon? Do you think that that Is has it a soul? chance? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Shaun the Sheep. Drew, I mean... There, does anyone I have a chance say, other than Soul? Wolf Walkers actually does have some of a chance because it's an Apple Plus movie. Okay, I have not I'm seen it. I'm going to go with Soul. <laughs> I'm going with Soul, though. Soul seems like a pretty heavy lock. International here. feature goes to another round. 
yeah, other nominees, Better Days, Collective, The Man Who Sold a Skin, K. Vadis Ida. Um, really wanted to see a bunch of these. There's hard to see. Collective, if anything was going to pull the upset, would do that because it's also nominated in Best Doc. So the dual nominations. But the fact that Venterberg has a Best Director, I got it. And it's go a with. fucking awesome movie. And it I, it's a fucking it rules incredible hard. movie. <laughs> Adapted screenplay, I would love for Borat to get this, but it's going to go to Nomad Land. Yeah, it seems like it. And uh, I think that the screenplay is one of the least impressive things about Nomadland. Dude. Like it's a f- I think it's a fine screenplay, but I think that the direction is what makes that movie. Borat, Borat would rule so I think hard. that I think that Borat, I think that The Father, I think One Night in Miami, uh, The White Tiger, I have not finished yet. I've seen almost all of the movies in the big uh, eight categories plus the shorts. Could this be the one I that Borat the gets? I wish. Dude. Either this or Maria Bakalova for supporting. I don't I don't know if I see that though. I'm just I'm it, going she with Nomad. has a real chance. I'm going with Nomad Land. I would love to see an upset here though. Like that would be great. Original screenplay, I think, is another really wide open category. Yes, I think extremely it's extremely wide open. My first guess was Judas and the Black Messiah, but it might actually be between Promising Young Woman and Minari. Um and for some reason it might be Promising Young Woman. Although I'm not super confident about checking that box. There's also Child of Chicago right? 7. Which Aaron is, Sorkin. I mean, at this point, Child of Chicago 7 overall odds have jumped. He a already bit has of an the Oscar. SAG. I know, but the Academy just fucking loves Aaron Sorkin, man. It's. I kind of want to go Judas for this. I feel like my gut instinct might be telling me something here. I would love that. I'm going Promising Young Woman because I think that this, I mean, my my actual pick in my soul is Sound of Metal. Yes, but, but I, I know that that's not going to happen. That doesn't have any shot uh, because people didn't respect. Pr- people probably don't respect that. Like half of the screenplay is told in sign, which is stupid because the screenplay is incredible. What about Minari? So if Minari wins this category, it's a Minari kind of night. If Minari wins this category, there's going to be we're doing an Oscar party, and if Minari wins this category, we're going to start bouncing a little bit. That like yeah. we could see a Minari pull a huge Should I go upset for it? here. I think I might go for it. Go for it. Go for the hopeful. You've always been like the optimistic person on your ballot. Like you had get out a couple of years I, I ago. I feel like Judas and, could get this though. I look. I would. Fu- I think that Judas's screenplay is incredible. Judas has gotten a lot of shit. This, the is, last, this like, is a great category. The last month or so, Judas has gotten a ton of shit for like, oh, like it was really stupid and idiotic and poorly hailed to have the movie framed through Lakeith. But I think that that like makes the movie not just a generic. This biopic. is reliably one of the most exciting categories every year. Yeah. The screenplay category is both of them, but especially original screenplay. It's usually a sign of like, the who's who who's established and like the next coming of things. I mean, when you look on here, you have uh, Shaka King, uh, Lee Isaac Chung, Emerald Fennell. Um, who's the guy who made Sound of Metal? I'm blanking right now. Uh, and then Aaron D- Sorkin. Is it Darius Martyr? Yeah, Darius Martyr. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go Minari. I love it. I think I'm going to go for it. Honestly, I fucking love it. I really, really hope that I, that I th- happens. I'm feeling it, you know. I, I'm a little worried about Minari going into Sunday, but... I don't know, man. We'll see. Drew, we'll do you see. have any thoughts on this category? Judas? Right? I, it, I, it feels kind of right. It feels like it would win an Oscar. Right. I 
would love for that to happen. Like, I mean, and there is still a chance because it kind of did come out at the right time right. to make, it came out that was late enough that it wasn't going to get the guild push, but late enough that it could get an Oscar push. Actress in a supporting role. I think uh, a lot of people are saying Yo Yu Jung for Minari. Um, she's been winning a lot of awards, but Glenn Close is also in there. So I want to talk about Hellbilly LG real quick because I watched this fucking piece of shit movie. Um, this is like the worst shit that I've seen. This is probably like the worst movie that I've seen in years. And she's this is worse than Doolittle. And I just I have this horrible feeling that she wouldn't be. She wouldn't even be recognized here if it wasn't for people like, well, we got to give it to her now. And I cannot shake that feeling. If she gets past going again. I'm going to go against that feeling with my guess. I'm going to go optimistic here. Yu Zhang. But I would not be surprised Maria if Bakalova. Glenn Close wins. Maria Bakalova, I, if I was going to order them, because also I think Olivia Coleman has a great shot. Olivia She's Coleman won- beats Glenn Close again. again. How fucking unbelievable Dude. that no like They're olivia coleman fight. has won awards the thing is this category and the other actress the category father. have just kind of like they played fucking hacky sack with who's won this all year round i'm going with yu jung yoon um i'll go with that too she's really good in it i love it she just won the bafta which is a big surprise because if you look at the history of the baftas uh it's always white people and they never honor people of color and the fact that yu jung yoon won that and she is kind of film. She is kind of a legend, a little bit of a legendary South Korean. Yeah, I mean, um, this would be actress. either her or Glenn Close winning would both be uh, historic wins for very different reasons. Uh, but uh, Yoo Jung Yoon would be only the second uh, foreign speaker to ever win an acting, uh, an actress award. Do you know who the first one is? A little bit of hist- Oscar history here. No way. Marion Cotillard. Oh, okay. Yeah. For Love Young Rose. Yeah actor in a supporting role it has to be kaluuya for judas if sacha baron cohen gets this i'm gonna be a little pissed although i will pretend it is for borat we have there i mean if you go back through here there is a path that we can start to feel like how the excitement that we talked about when minari it could be the opposite kind of feeling if like if trial wins screenplay and then well it'll start out in the beginning of the night because supporting role is always one of the first ones if sasha wins this then it could be the beginning of a rough night I'm going with Kalia. I think that he's undeniable. I think that this it's is like a, a breakout Uva, performance. It's you've arrived. Look, yeah. I mean, it's my his. the pick in my soul is Paul Racy. Incredible performance. I just it's a this, happy that I'm he, that he's yeah. here. The performance, like he, this, was never. This is the type of performance that always is a thing where it's like, God, I wish the Academy would honor something like that and would put some respect. And the fact that he's here is great. Actress in a supporting role or in a leading role, sorry, is. Literally the, the most wide open. The thing. most wide open. Like anybody could win this. Literally any one of them. I think could win anybody it. except for Vanessa Kirby. Uh which pieces of a woman. Yeah, but a, another movie. She is awesome in it. It is not a very good movie. Uh do you guys know about Pieces of a Woman? Uh it's Have the you guys birthing, heard anything about it's it? The birthing there movie. is a 25 minute long one take of Vanessa Kirby giving birth and then it leading to a miscarriage. Oh, or it, it being born part. with a stillborn. Oh, Jesus. Um, oh, my God. And does not cut. Uh, but Shia LaBeouf especially is a part in the movie, which Shia LaBeouf has since been uh, even more canceled. Uh, so don't think that has any kind of a chance. But I think it's a three-way race between Viola Davis, Frances McDormand, and Carrie Mulligan. They and each won. I 
think like that Carrie words. Mulligan might get it. Although I do see Viola Davis as well, because she is very good in Ma Rainey. Um, but I, I don't know. I think the the Carrie Mulligan thing might be real, especially this is the only award that Promising Young Woman gets. So I think I might go with her. Yeah, so I've been a. Uh, this was one of them that I was like, I'm gonna make a game time decision on because I keep going back and forth. Francis McDormand just won the BAFTA, but for me, it was always Carrie Mulligan against Viola Davis. Viola Davis has a chance to like cement herself as a two time Oscar winner, but Carrie Mulligan, this is like her first one. So I think I'm gonna go with Carrie Mulligan as well. Um, but I would not be surprised in the slightest if Viola Davis wins. Um, or Francis, dude. Or France. France is truly great. Timer, then. Yeah, she's truly great in Nomadland, and if it's a Nomadland sweep, I mean, if Francis Mc, if Francis McDormand wins this Oscar, she's gonna join like the list of like the Meryl Streets and the Catherine Hepburns and like those for like the three timer club in the Oscar category is no fucking joke. Actor in a leading role goes to Chadwick, one hundred and ten percent. Although, that's the timer. We're almost there. They're just, just we're almost there. We're almost there. Although Anthony Hopkins could take it, if there is a surprise, it's gonna be Anthony Hopkins. I will just say the reason why there, I can actually after seeing the father see what the argument is for Anthony Hopkins, because it's one of the greatest like old man tribute to like a last performances ever, and I think if Chadwick were still alive, he still might be a little bit of a favorite, but. I mean, unfortunately, the he posthumous, has away. the posthumous narrative is yeah, too, it's too but strong. I I mean, if unfortunately, because if he were alive, I think this would be an unbelievable category. It would be the christening of a new star versus like the final act. Yeah, I mean, else. look, I mean, also look at the rest of the nominees: Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, Gary Oldman for Mank, Stephen Yeun for Minari. Like, this category is so fucking good. I mean, we got mad about Delroy Lindo not being there, and I still am. I. I mean, I'd switch out Gary Oldman for him as much as I love Gary Oldman as the titular mank. Um, but Riz, dude, Riz and Riz, yeah, Riz so is so good. good, so good. But I think Chadwick deserves it not only because it's a celebration of a life cut too short, but it's also his best performance, and it's the last chance to award him because he's gone, mm-hmm. and he literally left us with his best performance yes. he's ever given. So you got to give it to him. Yeah. Best director, uh, it's Chloe Zhao. It has to be. That movie is uh, a masterpiece because of Chloe Zhao. Yeah. I think that even if some other movie were to pull an upset for Best Picture, I think that Chloe Zhao has this in the bag. The um, Academy really fucking loves her, and they want us to know. It's like the same thing that happened um, with uh, Kate Bigelow. Back in 2009, Hurt Locker, where they're like, we want to honor this person because this person, we want to put like somebody. I mean, it's kind of shitty, but it's it's a a very, it's a very directed the hell out of this movie. Yeah. I mean, the same thing with Catherine Bigelow and the Hurt Locker, too. But it's just like it's because it's like a very white, very male driven society. They're like, we want to give it to like once every 10 years, it can be like. This is the woman of cinema going forward, which is a shitty way to look at it. Yeah, because that's because also look at it. Yeah, because also to be clear, this. I think is the best directed movie. I, I well, yeah. I agree with you. I, I, and I'm not saying that in like any kind of negative um, way. Against, I'm just thinking. You have to think in the mind of an Academy member. Just want to say, David Fincher for Mank. Um, if he were to pull an upset man, I'm, I'm okay. I would be so happy with that. He might be the greatest filmmaker of our time, of our generation. Yeah. 
Thomas Vinterger for another round. I don't think that round. he gives a fuck, but, you know. Emerald Thomas Vinterberg, love. Emerald Fennell, she's going to be back. Um, yeah. This and category is so and diverse. Then Isaac Chung it's incredible. Minari. One fucking white dude in this whole, one white American dude in this whole list. This and is it's great. David Fincher. And it's Fincher. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm happy with that. Give me that shit every year. Best picture. The nominees are The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. In my soul, it's Sound of Metal. I think there is a timeline. Maybe it's this Sunday where Minari wins. I think that that is a possibility. Yes. But Nomadland and Trial of the Chicago 7 are right up there with it. I mean, if we're going to do the betting odds here, then it's Nomadland. Nomadland. Yeah. But that gap, because Nomadland came out in, what was it, October? Whenever it first premiered? Maybe a little bit earlier for festivals and stuff like that. It's now been out long enough that people are starting to pick it apart. And it is kind of limping to Hurting the finish a line a little bit. It's something that happens with a lot of these where if a movie is in your life for long enough, then it will just continue to get picked and picked apart. And this is how upsets happen. Um, Minari, if that were to upset it, I would be elated. I think Minari is a better film than Nomadland. I absolutely love that movie. Trial of the Chicago 7 um, is a worse movie. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. I didn't. I don't think uh, Trial of Chicago Seven is like completely unwatchable. Adam said that friend of the pod. Adam said that it's worse than Green Book. I would not go that far. Um, I think that it just handles. It makes a, a trial about police brutality fun and watchable in a way that I don't like. It's a uh, tough hang. Well, the thing is that it's not a tough hang while watching it, which is why it has a legitimate mm. chance to win. And why it has a good chance to win a lot of these categories. I'm going to go with Nomadland. I'm going to play feel, it safe. People feel good about Trial. They're like, yay. Yes. It's a thing where it's kind of like the same way I feel about Two Distant Strangers. Where it's a movie that like white people, like very basic white people of a certain age watch. And they say, yeah, we figured out racism. I, um, I think that Nomadland will probably take this pretty easily. But... I think back to when we watched it and it, the credits rolled and I was like, this seems like an unconventional yes. best picture winner. It doesn't feel like the obvious choice. So I guess in a way it would still be kind of noteworthy of a win, even though it has like this momentum building for it and it does feel like ahead of the pack. I think in retrospect, it will kind of be like, oh, that is that is a different pick for the academy i really think that if judas and the black messiah came out like a month sooner then they would have had a bigger chance here because i really honestly if we're like ordering these of my personal favorite i think it goes sound of metal one and then minari and judas well actually honestly the father is really high up there too after seeing that um but like those three are like just right there like all neck and neck together i think i'm gonna go nomadland locking it in yeah i'm gonna go with nomadland as well um and that's We'll see what happens. The Oscars. Nomadland? Did you... Did you? I want to see the actual betting odds for Best Picture. I, so it's Nomadland The betting right odds... Now. Okay, so I have the What are the, the literal odds, odds though? So the on odds... On Gold Derby? Um, right here. No, for this is on Bovada for like actual betting sites. I will say uh, these odds have... Uh, Gold Derby has four to one. Diminished a little bit. Um, Nomadland right now 
is oh it must have just opened back up again because a lot of money came in on trial of chicago 7 um nomadland is at minus 600 now trial of chicago 7 at plus 500 minari at wow. 16, plus 1600 that's like pretty these have been going knock, all over the place knock. there was a point like earlier in the week trial of chicago 7 went down to like a plus 175 is it just because a there's a lot of fucking money came out on trial of the Chicago do you, th- 7. do you think it's because there's no real basis and you know what i mean i think like it's, it's because this is a weird year so people like it's been a thing where like trial of chicago 7 wins the sack so a ton of money comes in on that it's like nomadland wins the bafta so a ton of money comes in on that and then like it's just kind of been a little bit all over the place minari is the weird one where it's just minari and promising young woman because neither of them have raked in a ton of awards aside from uh, uh, Yu Jung Yoon. But like people are just like, keep an eye out for this. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you look and at like Carrie Mulligan hasn't really won a ton of acting stuff throughout mm-hmm. this whole process. But like people are just like, yeah, Carrie Mulligan's going to win. Yeah, they'll win for best original screenplay. It's one of those things where it's like, are we, are we sure? Like, where is this coming from? I'm buying into it partially, but... I also like Promising Young Woman, which is a movie that I'm now learning is a hot take for that movie. Um, it's a good movie. It just it's just I I understand. I honestly I understand people's problems with it. Um, I just I really like the performance and some of the stuff with the plot with the messaging, even if it can be clunky at points. Um, but yeah, I'm a lot of people. It seems like a very polarizing movie. I like the movie. Yeah, seems seems like an odd Oscar pick to me. Let's get. To the big ticket item, the Wabamis. Yeah, Drew, you've been we're here. You've been strangely quiet over there. I know you're just you're just stewing over there right now. Drew cooked up these categories um, roughly twenty months ago, I think, um, and now we're bringing it back uh, as we look back one final time at the year 2020 um, through these Oscars. We have our own Oscars. And they're the Wabamis. And we have these categories, and we're going to go through them. This is better than the Oscars. And we have uh, each amassed our own nominees for these awards, although I'm sure there's going to be plenty of overlap. And as we go through the categories, we will pick a winner for each one. And it will be awarded a Golden Scoop McNary hog. So... a. Is that Scrotum. what it was Are we last doing year? the same yeah. thing? Yes. Wow. Are we doing the same thing as we've done for uh, last year where you give us two nominees and we have and to then, either come to an agreement? Yes. Okay. So just explain the rules real quick. Yeah. Yeah. These are the rules that Drew came up with last time. So I've written down all the categories that Drew came up with, but I've included my own categories. I've, came, I've come up with at least two nominees per category. Um, and... If there are additional nominees that you guys want to throw in, you both have to agree that it is a viable nominee. And then we have to agree on a winner. But because I'm the one reading them out, I can't really... You guys have to be the ones to agree on them. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Based on my nominees. If we are at a disagreement, then you have to be the tiebreaker. Exactly. Yeah. So let's start it off with the first award of the night, the Jaleel White Award for scene stealing side character in a comedy. I have an easy one for this one. The nominees are Connor O'Malley in Palm Springs and Bill Burr 
and Staten Island. So I was going to say J.K. Simmons in Palm Springs. Okay. Fair. Valid. I, I should say King of Staten Island. I don't want to award anything to King of who Staten are, Island. Who are yours, Ernie? Connor, Connor O'Malley, O'Malley in Palm Springs and Bill Burr in King of Staten Island. And, and Hunter has nominated... J.K. Simmons in Palm Springs. I would go with Bill Burr. I think he brings the most to that movie. I agree with that. <sighs> yeah, so I see, I do I want to give a golden stealing. hog to Bill Burr. I don't want to give a golden hog to that movie because I think the movie is really No, but mediocre. that's fine. It's not going to him. It's not going to the movie, I mean. Like it's, yeah. it's going to I him. Keep Bill Burr will give you a golden hog for this, but you keep Judd Apatow's filthy fucking hands off of it. Wow. 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 And, and tell him to recut funny people and cut out the last hour of that movie. Wow, I still like funny people a lot. Yeah, I like it. Would have been a fucking amazing Bill, movie if Bill it Burr, wasn't an extra hour long. Bill Burr is a scene stealing. Yes, he character. is great. He is great. He's the I best part. I would have put J.K. Simmons over Connor. I mean, I love Connor O'Malley, but I think that that is the Waban bias showing that we have Connor mm-hmm. O'Malley yeah, in there. Yeah, he's not in that movie. He doesn't do a lot. Um, but also, J.K. is not the best part of that movie. But J.K. does like you know? he owns the scenes. Whenever he's on, you're like, oh fuck, it's J.K. Yeah, but it's, Simmons. But it's not with like giggles. Right. Like yeah, he, that's fair. he like laughs per square inch. He doesn't own that. That's movie. fair. That's fair. Anyway, what's what's next? The Leap of Faith Award for the movie moment that asks the most the most from its do audience. Do we want to rename this the John Woo Award after our face off podcast? This is the yeah, the face off leap of faith award. Yeah. <laughs> that you just have to get past the initial buy-in that these two people are switching faces, and then once you get past that, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, just the, the, let yourself watch it. The face slash off TM. <laughs> the brought to you by Face Off Award Leap of Faith. The nominees are the very end of Promising Young Woman. Literally the last like five yeah, minutes. Uh, yeah. Uh, and all of Tenet. <laughs> so we can't discuss the end of Promising Young Woman without getting into spoilers, but I'm going to go with Tenet because that whole movie is a thing. Yeah. I did not buy in the first time and I hated it the first time that I saw that movie. So, and then the second time I was just like, kind of let it wash over me. It was better. What do you think, Drew? Drew, do you have any objections? I'm sorry. Say it again. The very end of Promising Young Woman and all of Tenet. I think it's got to be Tenet because... I haven't seen Promising Young Woman. <laughs> so we're in agreement on that. No, Tenet. but then also, <laughs> but also like Tenet just is. Yeah. Like it, the I turned my brain off buy-in. before the movie started and right. I loved it because of that. If, if I had been watching it critically, I, it, the rating would have plummeted in such a way that same with Face Off. If I were really watching it critically, I, I would have given it like a five. It, it, I have an 11 for that movie right now. I um well I also think that the whole thing with the buy-in is that the buy-in has to come in early enough in the movie because I mean you can just be like oh I love Promising Young Woman but I don't love the ending mm-hmm. and you can just but you can clock out at that point the credits are rolling Tenet, it's that is a great point that is a great point yeah or else like it's just unwatchable um so Christopher Nolan will get mailed a golden scoot hog in um, congratulations Chris in the United States Postal Service. Next category is best A24 movie not made by A24. The nominees are Sound of Metal, First Cow, and Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always. So First Cow isn't made by A24? I thought that it was made by A24. Sounds like we have a winner. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought, are you sure that it's not made by A24? I think that is an A24 movie. (laughs) 
Because my guess was uh, never really sometimes always is going to be my thing. Like the classic indie darling, because I'm pretty sure that's a neon joint. Um, double check for me, but I'm like almost I'm fact checking. First Cow is an A24 movie. It is. Okay, so that is removed from contention. So the nominees are Sound of Metal I'm and sorry, Never Really Sometimes cow. Always. Um, it's Never Really Sometimes Always, without a doubt. This is the indie darling of the of the year. Um, it was in my top five movies of the year. Amazing movie. Um, it's perfect. Uh, yeah, it was made by a uh, BBC actually, and distributed by Focus. Um, that'll do. So, so never rarely, sometimes, always gets yes. the golden scoot hog. Next category. I don't know if she wants any hogs. No, after the please, after God, what no. happens, send it back. Really. The golden yeah, yeah, the golden scoot hog has been canceled. <laughs> well, hold on. We can just send it to Eliza Hitman. We we aren't going to send it to the cast of uh to, it's gonna get to throw, it's, I'm gonna get Tally bludgeoned Ryder. with it across now my it's, skull. No, now it's the golden <laughs> Justin Thoreau's like V in his abs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just that- it's just that part of him. Oh my God! Next category. <laughs> is the Michael Mann Award for Outstanding Achievement in Dad Cinema. The nominees are The Way Back, the Ben Affleck drunk basketball coach movie, Hamilton, and Mank. Oh, well, the thing is, so... I will Man. say Hamilton Hamilton's out because I think that's mom core. That's not dad core. As much, there I are mean, some there are some mommy dads. <laughs> yeah. Look, I mean, hey, I'm speak you're speaking, I'm speaking, I'm saying that, that one's the mommy dad award. I'm <laughs> saying that as a guy who actually really enjoyed Hamilton. So I'm not saying that in any kind of a uh, diminutive way. I, but the thing is, I think the real answer is probably something that came out on Netflix that like didn't yeah, really did make Nick, a splash. Did Nick Cage have a straight to Tubi movie last year that we can? But like you know those movies where like your parents are like we we just like put it on because it was on Netflix and we were right. like whoa and then you watch it and it's like not that good. <laughs> um, Spencer Confidential. Is oh my Spencer God. Confidential the or is it uh, is Six Underground? Did that come out last wait, year? Wait, wait. Actually, Spencer Confidential is eligible for. No, uh, so, that's that's almost too dad. <laughs> We're like, it's, no, I actually. That, so I think it's that, insulting to Michael. It's that's, really why like stupid I, that's why I think that it has to be the way back um, as much. I, I think that Mank is even for dads of a certain type. Granddads. Granddads are even just like like dads with a little sophisticated, taste. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like the sophisticated dads or people who like watch it and they're like, oh, it's just like. Letterbox it's so beautiful. dads. <laughs> it's not even that. No, it's like the dads who pretend to be smarter than they actually are, crazy which is that, kind uh, of most dads. It's but. crazy that a movie called The Father is not winning this. Um, I think that this is Yikes. your dad's worst nightmare um, because it was my worst nightmare while watching it. Um, I think this has to be the way back. Dads I agree with that. Wait, 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 wait. are the Can, thing. May I submit Liam Neeson's Honest Thief? <laughs> a movie that you have seen? No. <laughs> But I, you know, you see, it's one of the things you see the trailer, you know, the movie. Yeah. I feel like he's an honest thief. If I like, I feel like if I recommended an honest thief to my dad, he would be like, you're full of shit. Get the hell out of here. But if you recommended the way back to your dad, he'd be in. Because the thing is that it's a sports movie. So that checks that box. Ben Affleck is huge in the dad community. Yeah. I mean, I did the winner of this was the winner of this last year. um, Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, it was Ford versus Ferrari. It's the movie that was, you can walk out of the theater and immediately text your dad. The, what was the Ben Affleck um, movie that came out uh, last last year? I think it was earlier last year. That was like the adventure kind of movie that had a banging cast with people. 
Um, it was a Netflix movie. Ben Affleck. Oh, Triple Frontier. Yeah, tri- Triple Frontier should have been a nominee last year, just because yeah. that's still was. the dad nominees. It just lost to fucking Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, FVF. Um, oh yeah, way back here, Ben Affleck, Scoot Hog. Here you go. Um, thank you. You're welcome. Next award. Ben Affleck, you have to come in person to actually collect this Scoot Hog. I want to talk about your motivations during the filming of Pearl Harbor. Next award is the Bimbo Award for the movie that looks great but is pretty dumb. The nominees it's, are Tenet. It's Tenet. The Vast of Night. Mank. I highly disagree with The Vast and of Night. And Birds of Prey. I think it's Tenet uh, by a mile because I think that movie is really dumb and it's only enjoyable if you accept that it's really dumb. I think The Vast of the Night is an awesome movie. I don't know why it's you fine. have all this hatred towards The Vast it's of the Night. It's not Look, bad. I'm buying all the stock in Andrew Patterson. I think this guy is has an incredible eye. Um, you Mank okay? has something to say and how fucking dare you even put it in this category. <laughs> David Fincher is... One of the greatest gems that we have. It's Tenet. It's Tenet. No thoughts on Birds of Prey. Colon the fantabulous. I still have not seen Birds of, of Prey. To be perfectly honest with you, Harley I've Quinn. seen like over a hundred movies this year already, and I have not seen Birds of Prey yet. Drew, do you have any argument against Tenet? Do you want to make an argument for Bimbo Ward? Another Scoot Hog. He's walking away. Chris Nolan just raking in the Scoot Hogs. <laughs> Looks great. Is stupid. And that's why we love it. Also, that award has been canceled. It's now called the Himbo Award. Yes. Um. <laughs> okay, I will make a note of that. Um, I'll I'll um I'll work it up the ladder. See, um, what, see what the higher ups have to say about that. Uh, is Scoob eligible for this? <laughs> no, it doesn't look great either. It looks like it looks shit. Uh, next award is the Who Asked for This Award. The nominees are Scoob, an American pickle. <laughs> the king of staten island okay and the midnight sky wow oh the midnight sky is a good one i, I th- that's the george clooney space movie in which he is not in space so it's tough because i want to give it to king of staten island but you kind of know who asked for it yeah. there's a lot of people who like Give a fuck about people Pete love Davidson. Pete Davidson. Yeah. People really love Judd Apatow. People I think love that, Bill Burr. I think that Scoob is could be a nominee here because I just want to know: Do kids know do kids give a shit about Scooby Doo? No. And uh, do adults like care to watch a new Scooby Doo movie? No. So like, who asked for that movie? Who asked for two Seth Rogans together, where one of them is a. 1800s man you know who's who been did? pickled hbo did it HBO sucks asked for it <laughs> I, it doesn't suck it's just like wasted potential um i didn't see scoob so no i think scoob is honestly a movie i watched it with uh my fiance and uh hey. girlfriend at the time yeah i got to drop that and drop that that's the first time again. bud yeah i know we've been busy fucking talking cage i've been too horny for the cage dog mm. um watch that movie with uh, my fiance and like we genuinely like I just kept saying who is this for because like it's using like it's a bunch of like poop jokes and like really like stupid kitty kitty humor like that 
But then it's like a very stupid, complex story, and it's using an IP that I just don't think kids give a shit about. Not to mention, they try to set up a Hanna-Barbera universe, which I'm going to tell you right now, uh, seven-year-olds don't give a fuck about HB. Like, that's that's done. Are you okay with giving Scoob the Scoob? I just, I want to pitch another quick nominee. I, I'm okay with Scoob, but Mank. I, asked, I asked for Mank. No, but like I asked for like genuinely like no studio like he used his clout to make this because his dad asked for it. Mm-hmm. Like there's no it did get nominated for eleven Oscars. Yeah. Um, but no one asked for it. No one was like, hey Fincher, like you we know. need to we need to but, hear the story of Mank. But yeah, it's, That's it's a good still pick. it's I like still that pick. the idea of but it's still the idea of like the other guy behind the face of citizen kane like that is a story that somebody would make i don't think so man i really don't because there's another guy behind every movie you know what i mean like i mean that's kind of what this movie is about this isn't a very special story i don't think i really don't like it's cool that he did it if he gave me five ideas this would be the last one on my list i bet because he has good ideas well if Mank doesn't win any Oscars, it's going to win not, Mobile I'm, Bambi. No, it's not. It's not eligible because I'm refusing to put it up so you cannot greenlight it. Those are the rules we both have to come to a unanimous decision on. Uh, this movie was outside of your top 10 of the year. I, actually, I changed it and it actually now is my top 10. I updated my list. And I, I, I put it, no, 10. I pushed it. I pushed it above a promising young woman on my list. Now, it's after thinking about it more. No one asked and for revisiting it. it. It's it's a, so great, where's it's a it beautiful at? movie. Where's it at? Um, I actually think I have it right with Nomadland. I might have it above Nomadland. Where is that? Uh, they're both in the back half of my top ten. I don't How, think so any of those movies you, on the Best Picture list accurately represent my top ten at all. Well, what about the average Fincher movie? Where would you put that? I mean, it's lower tier Fincher, but I think lower tier Fincher is better than ninety nine point nine 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 percent of all filmmakers. So, yeah. So scoop. Drew, can you agree on Scoop here? He really wants to give Scoob the scoot. I want to give Scoob the scoot. Just let me give Scoob the scoot. <laughs> Drew. How about Scoob? The, how about the Midnight Sky, guys? Midnight Sky Who is a good for- one. Honestly, Midnight Sky is a... If I wasn't going to pick that... Because here's the thing is I have not seen Midnight Sky. It's bad. I watch so many movies. I have no fucking plans to watch the Midnight Sky. It looks incredibly boring. I cannot believe that's nominated for an Oscar. Uh, congratulations on your Scoot Hog Scoob. The next award is the Limitless Award for the one that wasn't great but stole your heart. The nominees are Tenet, The Way Back, Hamilton, Mm-mm. and Onward. The, I'm using my creator's veto. To, Hamilton can't win. <laughs> I'm fine with Hamilton not winning. Hamilton sucks. Um I know, God, I wish that you would have seen it, but Freaky uh, is a great one for this. The idea of a Freaky Wait. Friday switch, but it's fucking, it's just an incredible pitch that's Freaky Friday, but it's Vince Vaughn switching Freaky as a Friday. murderer switching into the body of a teenage girl. Freaky, Freaky Friday the 13th. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Someone give this man a job. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's it. Um. The part like I wish that I could say Invisible Man, but it's good. It's great. It just is yeah. good. You know what I mean? Um, we don't have. I think did uh did uh what one last year was it was it uh Shazam? Oh, it was Shazam. Uh, did we not? 
Oh, okay. I was going to say Beach Bum is the ultimate number one of these in my heart. That I, I refuse, The movie is kind of great. I refuse to acknowledge any problems in that movie. That movie's perfect. Harmony Corinne is a genius. What are we thinking? <sighs> I don't want to... I want to diversify. We can't give it to Tenet again. <laughs> we can't have Tenet sweet the fucking Wabamis this It's year. that kind of night. It's a Tenet kind of night. What were the other nominees aside from Tenet? I know Hamilton has been uh, removed. The Way Back. The Way Back. And Onward. The thing is that Tenet didn't steal my heart, though. It like, stole I don't, mine. I, like, that's the thing is that I know I'll vote for something else, but Drew's going to vote for Tenet and you're going to vote for Tenet. So, like, it I, stole my heart. What can I say? I love those backwards, timey boys. I just, I don't know. <laughs> that movie is fucking nonsense. I don't know what's happening. Congratulations, Christopher Nolan, on your third Scoot Hog tonight. It's wow. not winning the top prize. I'll tell you that right fucking now. The next award is the Handyman Award. Yes. For the movie that could improve the most by fixing one thing. Okay. It didn't save my other nominees for some reason. I um I have one, but it's a the spoiler. One, the uh, one um I have a good one. The one award that it did save on here for me is the main actor playing or not the main actor, the actor playing the titular character in The Invisible Man. Oh man, yeah, that guy, uh, that guy sucks shit. He's, That's a good there one. There should be. We should have like. I know the Razzies are really corny, but we should have like a worst actor award because I would give that guy a straight worst supporting actor. Um, my nominee yeah, for this, Michael Dorman. Okay, <laughs> here's my his fucking my, name. You're <laughs> my other nominee, Michael Dorman, sweeping the Wabamis. <laughs> <laughs> had to had to sink on my other device. The other nominees are, uh. Don't bring back Chris Pine in Wonder Woman 1984. That's a fucking huge one, man. That that sucks shit. Uh, that, that don't happened. don't make it black and white. Make it color in Mank. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. And Watch it at 1.25 times speed. <laughs> That's the winner. <laughs> and the sound faster. and the sound mixing in Tenet. No, that wasn't that didn't ruin too much. The for me. sound mixing is bad in Tenet. I um, have a big one, especially like as this movie's aged for me. Make Judas and the Black Messiah more about Frank. Oh, about Daniel Kaluuya? Yep. Yes. Yeah. That well, would be so much better. Yeah, for I mean, sure. that's that's what we mentioned before about uh the screenplay thing for that being a possible nomination. Yeah, but then for that being a possible win. One fix. I make it so there's a mole and that is how we're introduced into the world, but don't follow him that much. Keep the focus like more, we know he's yeah. a mole, but we're not always That's seeing him. The primary criticism that I've seen online, yeah. For that and movie. the thing is, I know that, like, I w- after watching it, I was like, Yeah, but then how do you make a movie? Blah blah blah. You can do that, you can yeah, have a, a mole and have it yeah. not all about the mole because you're kind of wishing There's the whole much. time, like, I wish I could see more of Kaluuya. Like, that whole movie, you're just kind of sort of being like, Damn, this whole movie's going by, and I'm not getting as many scenes as I would want with this guy being so good. Um, that's a great pick. That's a good one. Um, see, that's just a funny thing that like everybody is kind of criticizing the movie for, but that didn't bother me because it's still a great movie. I'm with Lakeith Stanfield, yeah. and you know what? I love being with Lakeith Stanfield. Um, what were your other nominees? Because that is high up there. Okay, so the Invisible Man, the actor playing the titular character. Yeah. Wonder Woman, 1984. Don't bring back Chris Pine. Mank, make a color. <laughs> and Tenet, the sound mix. 
Oh man, Mank make it color is just incredible. That's like the worst fucking take I've ever heard in my life. Like, you know, Mank would be fixed as if it wasn't black and white. Like, that's everybody's issues with Mank. Um, it would magically just. You know what? I out of all of those nominees and the one that Drew introduced, I'm gonna go with Drew. I'm gonna go with making it more about. Frank I think that's Hamp- a great pick. Fred Hampton. Just because the, it's, just still a, Fred Ham- it's still I mean, a it's, good movie, but I think that would make it like the best picture winner, right? Yeah. Is that too crazy to say? Yeah. It would at least put, it would vault it a lot higher than where it's yeah. at. I uh, yeah, I like that because I mean a lot of the things that you mentioned, like the lead guy in Invisible Man, he sucks ass, but he's also not in a ton of the movie. Right. It's like one scene. Um, it's the very end. Wonder Woman. It did bother me. <laughs> Here's yeah. the thing. Uh, I don't think that movie, there's, there's so all many other kinds problems. of script problems. Yeah. I think fixing that is not does not solve the issues yeah. of that movie. Trace, that's a trace in the And the sound mixing is bad in Tenet, but I also doesn't don't think that that helps that, the logic. That, that does not up, help uh, the logic of that movie whatsoever. No, but that was way more of a problem for Dunkirk for me because I, I just didn't know what anyone was saying. Well, Dunkirk, it doesn't it really... Less the, important the plot that. doesn't matter. I know, but Dunkirk. I still was like... Tenet, I wanted to hear what they were Tenet, fucking saying. Tenet is two and a half hours of exposition, that and it's all understand. nonsense. Yeah. It's all fucking gibberish, and it's loud. I, so I heard most of it. I will say it was better at home. Yeah, in the we, theater, it's you cannot understand yeah, what's happening. What, one last thought on on Judas before we uh, give them their scoot hog. Um, I do think that making the movie more centered on Fred Hampton makes it more of a conventional. Uh, yeah. biopic which is what they were trying to get away from so i i think that they were they were going for the challenge of how do you make a fred hampton movie that isn't really about fred hampton um so i i get it like i appreciate it but i do agree that like you know you're kind of left wanting to spend more time with Kaluuya's yeah hampton, i so. mean that's i feel like they didn't want to do it but they didn't really realize the magnetic performance they were going to get from mm-hmm. Kaluuya. Like, I think that it's one of those things. Cause you know, a lot of people just like, like they like cringe whenever they hear biopic, but when a biopic is done right, then it's just like, it's some of the best fucking dramas that you can possibly get. And yeah, okay. It's fair. Just a few more categories left. The next one is the, Oh yeah, I didn't see that. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> award. This goes to every single movie that came out in 2020. The, Nominees are The Father, The Trial of the Chicago Seven, nope. and One Night in Miami. I think that it has to be The Father, because I think that most people haven't seen The Father. And I will tell you, like The Father does live up to the hype, for me at least. But I, can't, I don't want to watch it. Just be, not because I don't think it's good, because of what it's about. I don't want to watch it. It's so fucking well done. I'm very scared of dementia. It's so well done. Seems rough. The other one that I would say is maybe One Night in Miami, because One Night in Miami is also really fucking well done. I think the script in that movie is incredible. Regina King has an awesome eye for direction. I think I would vote for that because also it seems like fun enough that even if it's not like great, great, it would still be an entertaining watch. It is. um, So I would just be like, yeah, you know, I should check that out. Like, whereas the other ones are more of like an emotional commitment. The cast of one night in Miami is fucking unbelievable. Like Aldous Hodge, baby. Aldous Hodge is so good. I mean, fucking, it's kind of weird to me that, that they decided to throw Amazon is fucking weird with their pushing. They went for Borat, dude. Well, and they went for Leslie Odom Jr. Over Kingsley Benadir for his performance mm. in Malcolm X, which is like the best part of that movie. I mean, Leslie Odom Jr. is great. Also, Eli Gorey plays Cassius Clay. Like, 
it gets on the point of almost like mimicking uh Cassius Clay Muhammad Ali but like he is such an icon like you almost have to do an impersonation of him and he fucking nails it like if you see any interview ever with uh Muhammad Ali or formerly Cassius Clay like it's just it he gets the mannerisms and the voice and everything perfectly right so I mean I, I I'm cool with One Night Miami I know that is a movie that you have not seen Ernest so I know that that's cool with you I want to I Fucking love the father, though. I'll just say the father is incredible. The next award is the Denzel Washington Award for the performance oozing with movie star charisma. Just like last year, this is a stack category. Last year, it was a, it was so obvious. It was Pitt. Yeah, yeah. That was just you yeah. know. The nominees are John David Washington Jr. In Tenet, Daniel Kaluuya in Judas and the Black Messiah, Jonathan Majors in The Five Bloods, mm. Delroy Lindo in The Five Bloods. That's those to me aren't like movie star. Like, I think Jonathan Majors. Has yeah, he's close. Delroy vibes. is just like it's like a just powerhouse. The cow in first. <laughs> that that is David Byrne for American Utopia eligible here. <laughs> Sure, he does not have movie him. star charisma. Do you guys dude, know what a, movie stars are? Dude, I would watch David Byrne in anything. Fucking recast Heat, but it's just two David Burns. Hugh Jackman in Bad Education. And Carrie Coon in The Nest. I Have you seen The Nest? Yeah, it's, it's on my top ten. I haven't seen The Nest yet. God, yeah, I still, need to, I still need to check out The Nest. Stacked. Stacked category. I feel like I gotta give it to Kaluuya. Like, it's just... It's undeniable. It's one of those things where... It's one of those performances where you see it and you're like, oh yeah, this guy's gonna be in my life for the next 30 years. Mm -hmm. And that's what you want from a young performer like that. Like, And honestly, I think Riz Ahmed is another one that could be a nominee here. I think Steven Yeun and Minari is another one that has like... Steven Yeun, after seeing... I mean, Burning too, but seeing... And, 20 within two years of each other burning and then minari it's like steven young is going to be a guy he's going to be a a-lister same I thing i feel pete about davidson <laughs> oh <laughs> i have i no. have if we no. want to if we want to make the category a little bit more stacked just for the conversation there are a couple other picks that aren't specifically denzel quality or maybe not quality but entered like level of frequency Jesse Buckley and I'm thinking of ending things. Elizabeth Moss in The Invisible Man. She's she w it would be oh, one of my top candidates. Yeah, actually. Elizabeth Moss is a great one. Mads Mikkelsen in another. That's round. A, yeah, that's another one I wanted to bring up. I haven't seen it, but it seems like it hinges around him being likable. Yeah. Yes, he is so fucking charismatic in that movie. I'm riding hard for Evie the cow and first cow over here. <laughs> I'm flying my cow flag. I. Just unbelievable performances. What do you see? Chart out the next 10 years of films Evie the for cow. Evie the Cow. She, Please tell me where do you she's see She's probably her. dead. She wins, she wins a Spirit Award this year. <laughs> and then that like gets her on the track. Maybe she gets picked up. She's in like a uh, she's in like a Michael Bay movie here. I th Kaluuya? I think it's Kaluuya because yeah. I... 
I want to say Elizabeth Moss, actually. I want to give Elizabeth Moss an award. She deserves it. She She, will never get recognized by the Academy because the Academy thinks of her as a TV actress, which is fucking stupid. But the the movie, it's it's hard to imagine many other people carrying that movie. But it's the same with Kaluuya, where that is a part that Hollywood just gives to like the best guy. You know what I mean? Like. It's it's so integral that that is a guy that you would follow to the end of the earth, and you would. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. Um, but wait, guys, guys, there's something real quick. There's been a mistake. We forgot the A24 movie that is not an A24 movie, which is the clear winner in my opinion. It's Shit House. We just skipped right yeah. over Shit House. I think Shit House is oh. Shit House is the winner for the A24 movie. It's not an A24 Man. movie. Man. It it's, is. That's it. Like that's go back and edit Shithouse it. Shithouse was great. Shithouse. That right. is the movie. Never. That is it. It checks all the A24 boxes of being super. It's almost it's too small of a budget for A24. But like that movie fucking stole my heart in every way. That's a good call. Never rarely. Sometimes always. We got your uh, returned hog. <laughs> you sent it <laughs> back. You. you clearly I, did not she want it. Did not want that. We're the giving it. Is about not getting. If you a send hog. back the hog, we do give it to the next person. <laughs> we are giving it to shit house. Cooper, Cooper Rafe, enjoy your enjoy your scoot hog. <laughs> but hey, I mean, if Eliza Hitman, you're welcome on We Buy Mike anytime. Um, but or so we're giving it to Kaluuya. So Kaluuya for the movie star performance gets his scoot hog. <laughs> or or was it Elizabeth Moss? No, I'll give it to Kaluuya. Okay. Well, do you remember the rules that I established? If we don't agree, then your pick just wins. I mean, it's Kaluuya for me. Yeah, Yeah, it's It's Kaluuya. And also it's for me too, so it's majority also. Yeah, well, I also say Kaluuya, (laughs) so it's almost like we're at a unanimous decision. Good, we're all happy. Good. Justice for Elizabeth. Next award goes to, is for the category winner of the year. The nominees are Spike Lee. For Defy Bloods and American Utopia. Mm. HBO Max for carrying the biggest library other than Criterion Channel of absolute cinematic classics. Oh, so this can go to a streaming service. Yeah, this one's a loose... Well, it's just... It's general, man. Who won the year? Yeah. Here's a curveball. The Queen's Gambit. For being the biggest Big, thing. It was the biggest thing that it. anybody watched all year. That is a strong contender. It was, yeah, like you, it's the most viewed thing of the year. Palm Springs for coming just at the right time yeah. as the world shut down it, it, and giving us an emotional, hilarious movie One of the highlight, highlights of early quarantine. It did a lot for me personally. And Shithouse for being a... Cooper Micro budget Connor Rafe? Good time. Is it Cooper? Cooper. Cooper Rafe is a good one. A movie, the perfect example. This movie won South by Southwest Grand Jury Prize. Perfect example of a movie that benefited from the world, uh, or, or at least from the movie world being turned on its head and everything getting pushed out of the calendar. This movie would have been buried, buried by everything else. But here it was winning the grand jury prize at South by Southwest um, benefited from the chaos of the pandemic. What are we thinking? So I'm between two things. I think it's the um, Queen's Gambit. This I'm, was, yeah. I'm deciding between Spike Lee and HBO Max. Spike Lee 
if, if we're talking about actual impact, only film people saw the Defy Bloods or people who just put it on. It's just a big deal to put out both of those things. I know. And then they're vastly different from each other. Hardly anyone saw American Utopia. Well, popularity isn't the only thing of who won the year. But winning a year to me does involve like mass success. But this is one of those. Success, but also there is a critical element to it. This is one of those things where we're going to look back on the year and be like, oh my God, Spike Lee. Put out both of these fucking movies yeah, in the same year. I, I think, think HBO Max might win twenty twenty one. Is the thing that's a that's a good point because they are yeah. ahead of the curve on we are going to dual launch all of our movies. They're yeah, and they're, unfortunately and they're killing it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they you know are why fucking they, killing it. You know right why now. I don't think they get it is because they stumbled at the launch pretty hard. Yes, yeah. it yes. didn't go that's, well. That's exactly and, what I was going to say. Well, and because there's still effects of that where your average person doesn't. They can't name HBO Max specifically. They know there's an HBO thing you can get now. Well, now HBO Max, HBO Max is like fucking like their first quarter numbers came out for this year, and they're now like in the top three, four streaming services now. Yeah, like it's they called are the Snyder Effect, baby, blowing oh, up now. Um, it's called the Kong versus Godzilla effect. Get it fucking straight. Um, it's called the Tom and Jerry everybody's, effect. Everybody's God trying to watch Godzilla versus Astro Monster. <laughs> hey, um, the. And- the uh the Denzel Award Marsden, Marsden for Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, baby. God, no. Get the- <laughs> Who gets winner of the year? I'm gonna go with Spike Lee. I think that I think I'm going to remember this as a great fucking Spike Lee. I year. think that the the big content thing people will remember is the Queen's Gambit yep. more than Queen's, anything. It's the Queen's Gambit. It, when you say 2020, just, I, the, the quarantine thing. What about Tiger King? No, it doesn't. Everybody's already moved on, dude. Carol freaking bat. I, I have a, think, I have I a think Carol a freaking Baskins have, tattoo. People are starting to move on from Queen's Gambit, though. Is the thing like I it's feel so like, good, but, but no one's moving on from American Utopia. They never saw it in the first place, man. I'm sorry. I'm talking about, but like again, we're it. doing the thing of ten years later. We think back. I'll yeah, be but like, who's, oh yeah, Queen's Gambit. But that was who a fun is in the moment? Who is we that's thinking back? Because your average us. person will it's never us. think back on 2020 and think. When Spike did you become a populist, Drew? I'm just saying, it's who won the year, man. Queen's Gambit won the year. Yeah, Anya Taylor-Joy? Look, I I had the Queen's Gambit, I think, higher on the list I didn't like it as much as either of you guys. But <laughs> that movie dominated list, like but... over a month, yeah, which was... is almost impossible. No other piece of content dominated that amount of time this year. And the conversation. Yeah, Everybody the second was talking place, about it. Second place is Tiger King. But th- Queen's Gambit is better and like so should I just go to netflix again did netflix win the year <sighs> no i hardly watch netflix nowadays yeah it's true i never just flip on netflix I th- anymore I, f- I feel like it's got to be Queen's is, it, is paramount plus You're, is that a cbs all no, every, man. every person in your life watched that and it was good yeah. that is a rare that's accomplishment true. that's yeah. an all-time all right, rare all right, accomplishment all right, that's fair it's fine if we're doing if we're going the fucking populist <laughs> route then fine congratulations anya taylor joy on your giant scoot Golden hog. She. I hope we can get her to show up at the ceremony to accept it. I have a proposition for her. <laughs> Does that have to do man. with her big eyes? Uh, yeah, I want. I want to do face off <laughs> with her. <laughs> I wanna, just you. And I just want her. I just want her fucking face. The last award, boys. <sighs> we're here. The honestly visually stunning award. The most coveted. The bit the this one this scoot hog it has like diamonds on it. I can't believe did Minari win anything. The nominees are. I mean, I know it'll be nominated here, but it's been shut out so far. Previously awarded to Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Spider Man into the Spider Verse, 
and the lighthouse. Did we have we done the Wabamis for? No, those those first two were like retroactively. Did we? Yeah, awarded. We, we but just, we did that. Yeah, okay. Ernest ex- made an executive decision. <laughs> yeah, I was like Blade Runner. Blade Runner huh? <laughs> That's an Ernie pick right there. <laughs> I don't know if I voted on that. You're like, dude, no, this is the fourth year we've done this. Yeah, like, yeah, it does look pretty. It's also four and a half hours long, but I mean, I guess it looks if pretty. If you remember 2018, first reform swept. <laughs> <laughs> the nominees. I, you know who else hasn't won anything? Mm. I'm thinking of ending things. Well, Ernie's train nominating it for anything. I, I, I shouted it out for one. I know. I'm just saying, like, it's not one that you're going to be thrown out. The nominees are. Portrait of a Lady on Fire. That is not a 2020 movie. I will not be voting for it in this category. First Cow. Minari. Nomadland. You had to nominate Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Didn't <laughs> I'm you? fucking doubling down on your Lovers shit. Rock. And Tenet. Can I make an argument for I'm thinking of ending sure. things? Um, I think that is. It's very underrated how that movie looks. Uh, I think that it does a lot with a very a kind of a color palette that can become very bland in a lot of other films. But just some of the cinematography and the way the going the dichotomy from the very stark white snowy background of driving in a car and it being very flat to going inside that house that is exploding with color and with all these emotions and gets this schizophrenic tendency to it. I found it to be very visually stunning. That's a good argument. Um, The, the movie that to me would lose the most if you took away the visuals is Nomadland. That movie is the, I think the best directed movie of the year. Were you stunned though? Were yeah. you visually stunned? I was because I've I've never been a landscape guy. I've never been like an Ansel Adams photography guy. I, I hate that shit. I've seen outside. <laughs> like I know what it fucking looks like. And this movie it, it changed. Like like even Breaking Bad bugged me sometimes because it was like, yeah, the desert. Okay, it's cool. <laughs> I, I get your shooting on location. Um this movie blew me the fuck away with how it looked. What are what are the other nominees since uh, I'm thinking of ending things? Charlie Kaufman got shut out again from the fucking Wabamies, just like it did from the Oscars, and nobody will ever fucking we acknowledge need, that Charlie Kaufman. Next year, I'm going to American out Utopia. The categories. Honestly, stunning. Yeah, I, I literally just recycled the exact no, same. No, I know. I w- well, next year, we just. There weren't any movies. I'll, yeah, <laughs> that's one thing. And also, I'll just I'll cut a few and then I'll. Because this is something maybe the Oscars should consider. It's yeah, just like them out. adding random shit every year. Yeah. There's a couple other uh, honestly visually stunning movies to shout. Possessor. I know you guys never saw it. Didn't the Brennan Cronenberg movie. Uh, but that is an honestly visually stunning movie. You want me to read the other nominees Yeah, read again? the other nominees. Portrait of a Lady on Fire, First Cow, Minari, Lover's Rock, Tenet. See, I think Lover's Rock almost loses the most if you take... Like, that is a... If we're considering that a film, that is entirely derived from the direction. Because it's not really a story or anything. It's just... I mean, I was in the shower the other day just singing Silly Games. Mm. So... I've been watching you. I'm between Lover's Rock or Minari. I'm... I Nomadland's gonna win enough actual fucking golden statues. I don't need to award it here. If oh, if it's not Nomadland, I, I would give it to Lovers Rock. 
I think because I think Minari is really great looking, but it uses, you know, it's a lot of landscape. And I think Nomadland looks a lot better just mm. in terms of shot selection alone. I think that I'm going to go with Lover's Rock, I think, because it's very difficult. Like the way that he is able to make it the camera float and make it a vibe and make it feel both claustrophobic and then also like a fun party that you're all hanging out together at. If that, yeah, if that loses the visuals, like it still has the sound design, but like it's a lot more boring if the camera is not doing what it's doing. It's a lot more boring. What is just curious? What is your pick here? Yeah, because if not, if we don't like it, we're going to have to agree. If it's if it's portrait of a lady on fire, God help you. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking, I mean, I was I'm gonna I was visually fucking, stunned. I'm gonna break this fucking podcast if you. <laughs> you're like not actually, nominated last your year. Your favorite movie no. of 2021. You're gonna be like, actually, I think Face Off was the best movie. It, it was. This year. <laughs> I um, saw it this year, so I, I if, don't know what you're talking about. If portraits out, I gotta go first cow. Moo moo. Mm, first cow is a good. One. First that movie is, looks incredible. I mean, Kelly Reichert knows how to fucking shoot. Should we? So should we collude to overrule that with Lovers Rock, or could we go with First Cow? I'm okay with First Cow. I wouldn't be too upset about it. Um, I would say they're both kind of equal because they're both, they're both like Lovers Rock isn't quiet, but it is very dialogue free. I'm I'd be fine with Lovers Rock, honestly. You know, I, I think, was pretty stunned by that. I'm gonna say First Cow because I think I would hate First Cow if it didn't look good. I think I would like, and I think Lovers Rock. I would still be like, "Wow, this this is pretty cool." Like, First yeah, cow, I would not time. care for at all if there wasn't anything to this look at. This is the right argument to have here because yeah. this is the right two to have here for the grand prize. Um, I mean, yeah, if you guys are both sold on First Cow, I'm happy with First Cow. I, I congratulations, Kelly Reichard. Congratulations, Kelly Reichard, Orion Lee. Um, Shout out to whoever Cookie. plays Cookie and Evie the Cow. Here's your giant come, scoot hog with. Show, give some fucking respect to John Magaro. John Magaro making those tasty cakes. Here is your diamond encrusted scoop McNary golden hog. Congratulations. Pass this we bad have boy done around. it. Don't try and milk this bad boy. Um, no. You won't like what comes out. <laughs> the mommy John milker Magaro, award. I'm looking at you. Next Big year. mommy milker awards goes to Evie the cow. Can we make that a category so we can give the cow her own uh, her own golden dog? We did it, boys. We did it. Um, I am a little upset that the way back didn't really win anything. Oh wait, yeah, it did. The dad award. Okay, yeah. I'm looking back. I'm now. fucking mad that I because of this and because of all other things, American Utopia will still continue to go underutilized. Charlie Kaufman will never fully be appreciated for his masterpiece. I'm thinking of ending things. We did it. That's it. Another Wabami's in the can. Till next year. I'm pulling hard for Dune. I'm pulling hard for French Dispatch. Um. We got some bangers coming out. Yeah, God, we, we have I some think, truly good shit coming hey, out. The honestly visually stunning war, just from what we've seen of Dune versus French Dispatch versus uh, Top Gun Maverick. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be my push. I'm that's excited. Say right now, stick around. Listen to our Nick Cage series, Face Off, is this week. Check it out. Stick around. Let us know what you thought of the Wabamis, all our picks, and our Oscar predictions. You'll probably be hearing this by the time the Oscars actually happen, so you'll know yeah, we can push it out. whether... Push yeah. 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 Let us know your picks. And uh, keep in touch. We bought a mic at uh, gmail.com for emails. 
and at WeButtaMike on social media. Thanks for listening. We love you. Thanks to all the donors for donating. Bye-bye. Bye.